Well, all right. Welcome back, Wrench Nation. Hanging out with you guys right here from the East Valley Institute of Technology. Right here, just south of Phoenix, the suburb of Mesa, Arizona. Always honored to hang with you guys. As we do every week, we take you on a fascinating automotive journey with motorsports guests. And all of those automotive industry types that, uh, well, we've had on the show, we've had a, an eclectic array of folks, uh, Bruce Canepa, uh, Canepa Race History and Car Collection. I invite you to get on TV, or I'll tell you, if you're hanging out in the car, of course, not texting and driving, get on over to the Wrench Nation podcast and uh, type in Wrench Nation. You can catch those shows all for you. I love the grooves of the Budos bands that we've mentioned in the past. Check them out. Budos bands, the title of that track, Origin Man. You can find that on uh, YouTube or your favorite player. It's always a pleasure to hang with you guys. And, and I always mention the East Valley Institute of Technology. Big shout out to the teachers because we're getting ready to go back to school. And they are preparing right here on campus. Of course, the great automotive department, all the departments here at the East Valley Institute of Technology. And always a privilege to hang out with my lovely, my beautiful, my gorgeous... Mrs. Susie Sockets, what has happened? That wasn't enough compliments, Frank. I need more, baby. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> we always give you compliments because you are... Listen, if Superman had a wig, that would be I, you. That's good. Well, was there a Supergirl? Was there was a Supergirl, yeah. Yeah, but You're that's, looking at her. There you go. Sure. Or you Batwoman. Oh. Batwoman... No. She was a little bit more sly. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, Supergirl, because yeah. Batwoman was a little sly, a little conniving. She's a little conniving. Yeah. yeah. You know. We had Susie was shaking in the garage. Busy, busy. It was busy. Yeah, it's always busy this time of year, Frank. This month, actually, in July, it's when uh, cooling systems fail. It's well, when we ACs. Talk about that. I don't know if you're driving right now. You probably heard us tell you a few times what we have mentioned to you. Uh, and of course, you're saying to yourself, man, you guys are just preaching. Nope. But we, we truly mean it. There's a couple, uh, I would give you three things to really make a priority. And these things that easily you can do. In fact, your teenagers in the backseat right now, they can do it for you. Number one, pay attention to that temperature gauge. Why don't you? Yeah. We've had folks with little index cards or baseball cards in front of the particular light or gauge that would go wacky yeah what does it say it said i i'm hoping you'd go away on your own (laughs) (laughs) you can't do that so number one take a look at that temp gauge because this is the time of year if your coolant system is at that sixty thousand mile mark and it's original it's best to be conservative i'd replace that rubber those hoses uh i'd flush out the coolant you can get on a wrenchnation.tv we've got a whole slew of garages across the country, of course, here in the valley, uh, from California, way out there to the East Coast, up in the Bronx and uh, Long Island and Jersey and Connecticut. Get it to your local mechanic. And number three, 
I'm telling you, tire pressures we're seeing. I know you. some of you say, well, I got new tires. I'm shutting this show off. <laughs> but regardless of whether you got new tires, that uh, tire light, that's pretty important too because that's going to hinder your gas mileage. If you've got low tire pressure, that is definitely going to create some drag, and that's the problem. So keep it simple. That's what we're about. We're not trying to create engineers out of you people. Although no? some of you have called, some of you engineers have called and questions our mechanical ability. <laughs> we're okay with that. We're not trying to be the auto experts. We're just trying to spend some time with you guys every week. Have a little fun with all this car stuff. You know, people get stressed out and, and it's because it's last minute. It is last minute. It's, oh gosh, I didn't and it overheated and now I'm on a tow truck. Yep, that's true. How are you, Frank? Are you doing okay? I'm always good. My foot, you guys know, and thank you for you guys. You know, you guys have reached out uh, all across the social media. My foot's pins and needles because I have neuropathy. Yep. So if you're a nurse or a doctor and you're listening, call in. And advise me, because right now, <laughs> I feel like I'm walking on a bunch of hot coals. But I'm happy. Thank you for asking. What's not too happy, though, Susie, there's another recall. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I want to forewarn. I don't, we don't do all the recalls. No, Because, my goodness, we drive people bananas. But there's a lot of Nissan Titans out there. Rut-row. Rut-row's right. If you are driving a Nissan Titan, or you may know someone in a Titan between uh, 2017 to 2019... This was released a day ago, this week, so that'd make it, what's today, July 24th? Yesterday, the 23rd. When you do a car talk show, you don't pay attention to the dates. No. We pay attention to nuts and bolts. It's all good. But yeah, if you're driving a 17 to 19 Titan, the alternator harness may have been damaged during the engine's installation process. When that engine is lowered into place, in its happy little place, the harness may contact the square edge of a metal frame bracket which causes that harness to pull away from its normal routing. So it's like pulling hair. Right. I'm pulling your hair. Oh, my gosh. So if you have a 17 to 19 Titan, they estimate about 91,000 of you may be involved. And it's real easy. And again, I remind you to get on to NHTSA, N-H-T-S-A dot gov. That's where you can find recalls for your vehicle. You put that VIN number. And so a lot of you used car folks, you just bought a used car. And you're not sure of history. Well, the first thing you want to do is make sure everything's current by way of recalls. Mm-hmm. And uh, But yeah, those Nissan Titans uh, could be an issue. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I had a customer the other day ask me what we thought of a couple different cars that he was thinking of. I actually told him, go to NHTSA.gov. He called me back and he said, thank you, because he actually found some things that he needed to know before he purchased a car. I really like that. Mm-hmm. That's a great tip, Susie. Thank you. So that's... We always say, like, get the service history, take it to your local mechanic, get it bumper-to-bumper inspection done, but get on to NHTSA. You can actually type in the VIN of the car that you're getting ready right. to buy. which he was able to do because, you know, he had that, that connection with the, yeah. with the seller. I like it. We got, I did do. We got the Google it's we did do internet it. connection. <laughs> well, this week, uh, we're going to dive into something special, and in fact, I'm honored to uh, have uh, Barbara Hoffman, uh, Susie's going to join us from Red Bean Stop yeah. Alliance. I'm telling you right now, and I don't care who you are, you call in right now and tell me that you're a prima donna of a driver and you are perfect, but you're not. No one's perfect. And in fact, some of the ridiculous and audacious things we do in our car are extremely dangerous. Don't be that individual, but quite frankly, we've all been there. We have all been left lane hoggers. That's right. We have all panic braked. 
One time. We've all tailgated. Two times. <laughs> so we're going to dive into some of the ridiculous and uh, actually annoying, annoying to the point where it just may piss you off, those driving habits that are deadly and dangerous, and that is something you want to stick around with. We're going to dive into some of that, and maybe what can we do to solve that problem? Can we? Can Wrench Nation solve your bad driving behaviors? I'm not sure if we can, but you want to stay tuned. Wrench Nation, next. Give me back the good old days now When we used to rock and dance to the rhythm Everything was so nice Bolt-on Technologies Automotive Software Solutions Auto repair shops that have Bolt-on Technologies software Provide customer vehicle condition reports Including photos and text Real-time digital reports Multi-point inspections Estimates and repair information At your fingertips Info at boltontechnology.com. Welcome back, Rancher Nation. Frank and Susie hanging out with you. Right here from uh, East Valley Institute of Technology. Thank you so much. We have you wunderbar listeners uh, on Saturday catching the replay. Big shout out to you mechanical maniacs on 90.7, the neon, as well as KFNX 1100 AM. We appreciate you. I invite you right now. Get on over to wrenchnation.tv. We've had a slew of shows. In fact, this show, we're celebrating over 160 shows. All automotive mechanical craziness, if you want to say. But we've had some pretty cool guests. We've heard from you. Uh, Valerie Thompson, the fastest female on two wheels. Of course, we had uh, Echo Huang from uh, China, Beijing, talking about the soaring growth of electric vehicles in China. And last week, we had Bruce Canepa uh, from Canepa Group uh, Motorsports. So, Get on to WrenchNation.tv. You can listen to the show at your leisure, over a cup of coffee, a bottle of rum, whatever you like to do. Now, listen, driving a motor vehicle is dangerous business, Susie. I think we can all agree. It is. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, these folks keep us safe. The number of traffic accident fatalities in the U.S. has decreased from the 70s. That's a win. That Techn- is a win. Technology's yep, helping. technology. Now, with that said, the number of deaths still seems to hover around that 35, 36,000 miles, uh, miles, listen to me, deaths. Yes. That's a car guy thinking miles. That's That's, right. That's a lot. That's a big road trip right there. But about 36,000 people are dying every year from these traffic accidents, and these usually rank in the top 10 causes of general death annually. Okay. So it's dangerous business. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, many of you involved in a traffic accident are likely to say, it wasn't me. Yep. <laughs> do you ever say, I mean, that's human nature. It is human nature. Uh, I didn't eat, yeah, I, I didn't do that it. That wasn't me. I didn't yeah. eat that Nutella in the middle of the night. That wasn't me. Oh, you know? we know you did. Oh, yeah. I like Nutella. <laughs> but no, we have a, you know, it wasn't me. Yeah. I mean, once in a blue moon, it was you. And yep. some of you will still say it wasn't me. <laughs> it was the other guy or gal. And, you know. So what is the other guy or gal doing if that wasn't you? What kind of driving behavior? Right. Like, like what did they do to cause it? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Of course. The habits. Now, we could start off this little conversation with a common problem, and that is the cellular phone situation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'd be beating a dead horse. Yep. I mean, we do stuff at the garage. We have the Mothers Against Drunk Driving every December to try to call attention yep. 
to the whole texting and driving and, of course, drinking and driving. You know what I wish I had? I wish I had an apparatus that when I saw somebody texting and driving, you could give I just a, hold a sign out there or something. You or, know, it's funny. I was thinking the same. Like we could have these digital displays in our yeah. car and they would come down and like near like Times Square something. sign. Like, get off your phone. Get, you f- stop, stop, stop. Yeah. But there's, it's psychological. It's well, an addiction. It is addiction. I read, and many of you know this, that the way social media alerts are designed... We get a dopamine hit injection. Yeah, and we check it immediately, don't we? We, we see that little bell with like, a little ooh. red light. Yeah. Can you guys agree with me? Do you feel compelled when you're on your phones? No matter where you're at, you could be at your daughter's recital. Oh, wait, I got that bell. That's red. Mm-hmm. I got to check. Wait on a second. Honey, wait, I'll be right there. Let me check. Yep. But isn't that the fact? I do it. I Listen, I'm not preaching, man. I'm with you. How do you, I mean... I try to get into these habits, especially like I do the I'm not driving thing in the car. So, yeah. you know, my parents out there listening, there are applications, there are apps that you can download uh, that I think Apple offers that feature as a part of the phone. If you've got a first time driver, you can limit that while they're driving. GPS checks. OK, the car is moving. Shut the phone down. Not immediate. I mean, you can still bypass it. But it, it basically puts you in driver mode. You're talking about the I'm driving I'm driving mode. Because, I yeah, when I get yeah. into the car, it, it automatically defaults. So, I mean, many of you saying, well, Frank, I, that does, that's not going to work. But I think the whole point is, like, if we don't, as a society, start changing behavior by the way of what technology has to help us, and we don't follow that, because we're, we're, we're screwed, man. I think human beings, we are just in a place where we break rules all the time. Right. Now, can I be super woman responsible here? I, uh, you know what I did to prevent that? I actually turned off my notifications. I like that. I turned them off. So what I don't see, I don't check. Yeah. That makes sense? I know. I want to hear from you guys. You can comment on, it, uh, on uh, Ranch Nation's Facebook. I know a lot of you guys will catch us on the replay uh, if you're listening to this live right now, give us a text. What is your idea to put the phone away while you're driving so that you, Mr. I never text behind the steering wheel? Give us your ideas, 480-655-8870. We want to hear about that. We'll, we'll watch the texts. You know, I mean, I think we have to. That's like number one. If we're going to talk about driving behaviors that suck. You know, it used to be years ago something real simple. And I'm going to get hate from the ladies. The biggest thing of bad behavior driving was you ladies were putting lipstick and makeup on in the morning. That was during an innocent time of driving. Yep. I mean, back in the day, what kind of bad drive? I mean, we always had drunkards and drinking and driving. That had always been a problem. But it seems like the last 10, 15 years, we really developed some horrible driving habits. How about you left lane hoggers? Now let's establish Ooh, what yeah, the define left. That. Let's define the roadways of America. Not really different from state to state. I will tell you the left lane is reserved as a passing lane, as a lane as if you're actually on your way to follow and pursue the designated miles per hour. If it's 65, that lane is cruising 65. Now. Some of you scratching your head, and I get it. You're saying left lane hogger. What does that mean, you mechanic guy? Well, as simply put, if you're in that lane and you're doing 45, 
well, you're the biggest blatant hogging <laughs> situation. How many will you agree you've been behind the wheel? You're cruising. You're not speeding. That left lane is not speeding. But if you're going to pass someone and you want to use that left lane and decide, well, for some reason I'm not going to do the uh, designated speed limit and I'm actually going to do it a lot slower, then get out of that lane. <laughs> Have you done? Have you have you been a left? No, I'm a pretty. I'm I'm pretty good about that. I I will admit the cell phone. I'm I'm a culprit. Are you left lane hogger? I got a clean record. I've never been a left lane. Maybe a skinny left lane hogger, but <laughs> but it's true that left and and this is where accidents happen. In the left lane, I would say so. Okay. Now I don't have the studies. I could probably look that up. How many left lane accidents occur based upon how? slow someone is going okay i can see that so think about that now a lot of you are saying well that's a non-issue for me because uh i knew that but it's one of the dangerous driving behaviors that we can have right because if you're following behind a slower driver then you're going to aggressively try to get out of that lane right right if you're behind i mean which makes no sense i mean you're behind somebody even driving slower than you right and you want to, all right, so here you are, you're on the you're 65 mile an hour freeway and there's somebody doing 48 and you're like, mm, I want to mm. do 52. <laughs> <laughs> and you get in that left lane and you start cruising while everyone else is doing that 65, maybe they're bumping it up a little bit to 70. That's a problem. A lot of accidents uh, can happen. Uh, statistics do show that slowing down and changing lanes is even more likely to cause a crash sure. than speeding. We see that here. Yeah. Many of you in big cities see that, or even smaller cities. Yep. It's, it's like leapfrog, man. The, you, <laughs> when, I, when I drive, I'm driving down I-10, and I, you, know, you get into that big bottleneck under the tunnel, right? and it's like leapfrog. I'm like, why doesn't everybody just say, I'm screwed, I'm going to be in traffic, stay where I'm at. Exactly. And you know you're from Arizona when you hold your breath right before you go through that tunnel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to do that. What is that, like a childhood kind it's, of situation? It's a challenge, Frank. It's a. I don't hold my breath. Oh, then you haven't ridden with Bree or I. Mm-hmm. You guys hold- It's a, a thing. It's a thing. Really? Yeah, before you go in the tunnel, you hold your breath. I mm-hmm. feel left out. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, That's a long road tunnel. Trip, maybe you're playing too much in the left lane. That's I, right. I, Hogging I, it. I tell you, when I know I'm in traffic, like I know, okay, Frank, you got a 30, 40-minute drive from the East Valley driving into Phoenix- I put my granny hat on, man. I, I'm just going to take my time. I listen to a book or I jam out with some old Bob Marley. Right. I know I'm going to not arrive where I'm going to arrive, probably not on time, and I'm going to deal with that because right. I don't want, listen, I got my old Nancy, my old F-150 with 200K. I don't want nobody, I don't want to crash my truck. Right. And you put a lot of mileage daily. I think a lot of you can agree. It, it just take that reverse point. Indiana is penalizing drivers for holding up. That traffic in that left lane. Really? What's the penalty? Well, and this is across the board. You know, Chicago also has it. Most cities, states, they'll have a fine. They'll fine you. Okay. What's and it's $500. Wow. That's if you drive too slow in that left lane. If you don't keep up the pace while driving in the left lane in Chicago, that's a $1,000 ticket. That's crazy. So think about that. Yeah. Now, I know that's probably not high on the list of driving behaviors because most people know, okay, left lane, I'm, I'm going to boogie. 
I'm going to hit that. I'm going to do that speed limit and get to where I got to go. And if I feel like I'm wanting to go slow, it's that right, that right lane. But the biggest point to that is that changing lanes, that old leapfrogging situation. When I first moved to Arizona, um, not as bad then as it is now. Well, you have no choice because we're all trying to decipher which free, like the 202, the 101, the this. L.A. is even worse. If it's your first time driving in L.A. Yeah, I don't even go. You don't even go. No, I don't even do it. You're missing a lot. I No, I let my husband drive. <laughs> oh. I won't even get behind the wheel. Does he know how to handle that? Oh, yeah. He's good. He's aggressive. Yeah, he's, he's aggressive. <laughs> well, we're going to get to aggressive driving. I want to tell you that we're going to cover, uh, cover up tailgating. We are also going to cover up some of the statistics of the country. In fact, I'll tell you, Arizona is often named as one of the worst states for road rage. I we're we're going to talk about that. And if you got upset and found yourself in a road rage situation or was on the receiving end, we'd like to know about. Give us a call, 480-655-8870. Stay tuned. We got Barbara Hoffman, Red Means Stop. She's going to stop by the show. Ranch Nation next. Hard time forget it, even hard to forget it. Before you do, son, you might regret friends. Hard time forgiving, even harder forgiving. Before you do, son, you might regret friends. Lee Weatherby's Accurate Automotive is a local, family-owned, award-winning auto repair shop in Mesa, serving Arizona drivers since 1992. ASE certified technicians, modern repair facility, and digital reports on every service. In Mesa on Robson Road, just south of Broadway, between Country Club and Center. 480-890-0409, accurateautomotiveaz.com, or Accurate Automotive AZ on Facebook. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me? My clients, and they're likely not to come back. Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you, partsauthority.com. See it, boy, got it bad, got it real bad. Nobody need to tell him so. Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Frank and Susie always enjoy hanging out with you guys. Even working on a plan for so long. Get on our podcast if you miss bits and pieces of the show. Uh, you can find the podcast. Uh, just type in Ranch Nation. It is free to listen. A lot of you are uh, not too sure what a podcast is. Uh, it's free, and you can download that uh, Wrench Nation podcast and catch the shows on a weekly basis. Uh, we are talking about some of those uh, crazy driving habits that, well, kind of piss you off and, and worse yet, cause injury, mm-hmm. cause death. That's a big, that's a serious situation. Yep. We can't forget that. So if there's anything you can take out of this show, we're all liable for this. And that is to just think twice, man. We get busy in life, but that's a dangerous son of a gun that we're driving every day. It just takes a split second. So slow it down, observe the laws. And uh, to speak about that, uh, we have Barbara Hoffman with the Traffic Safety Alliance, Red Means Stop. Barbara, thank you so much for holding. Thank you for joining the show. 
Well, hi, Frank. How are you today? I'm good. I wanted to invite you because you have what I would say to Spirit is a special story. Tell us about your experience uh, with uh, Red Light Runners. Well, unfortunately, I'm in one of these terrible clubs of parents that have lost children. My son was hit by a Red Light Runner. This was back in 2004. Uh, He was crossing a street in Mesa, Arizona, and the man ran a red light, and Michael didn't see him coming because he was coming out on a crosswalk next to a SUV that was taller than he was. So he didn't, when he stepped out, he didn't see the car coming. Oh, boy. And and he died at the scene, which, of course, was major traumatic for me, um, especially because my daughter was in a car crash the same month, and she was still... She just got out of the hospital three days before Michael was killed, and she was still in a hospital bed in my living room. And that, needless to say, I've become really vocal when it comes to traffic safety because it affected my, my family immensely. Yeah, we're so sorry to hear that uh, that is a tragedy. But like many things in life that we do with a tragic situation, we're looking to turn that into somehow, some way, a positive light, and you have been a champion. A lot of times we ask ourselves, well, how can I get involved? Like, all right, guys, you're, you, Susie, Frank, you're talking about all these behaviors that I'm doing. Uh, what's the action can I take? And I would invite you to get on over to redmeanstop.org. That's a great educational tool about how to get involved in the community Barbara, tell us more about the Traffic Safety Alliance. What uh, outreach and education do you have? Well, we've been doing a few different things, uh, working with elementary and middle school students. We have a comic book series that the the teenagers actually, well, the preteens and teenagers have been helping us do the storylines and the artwork, which has been really educational for them. And rewarding, can you imagine being in sixth grade and say you published a comic book series? So the kids are really proud of themselves. Plus, they're learning about traffic safety. The one we're currently working on is talking about school bus safety and about scooters, the e-scooters that are showing up in every city. And a lot of them don't really have any regulations out there. And kids really shouldn't be on them. They're supposed to have a driver's license to be on them. So it's been really tough. The hospitals are seeing a lot of injuries. So we're getting the kids aware of these type of things before they get themselves into trouble. And then we have been involved with the Distracted Driving Summit, which is held at the Capitol every January. And Frank, you've been a speaker on the yeah, panel. Yeah, an honor so to, to be a part of that. And, of course, with the uh, Department of Public Safety, and we've had other officials. And I, and I think, look, the point is that there there should be it shouldn't just be in writing like there has to be the physical act of getting together and taking action to call for awareness i want to back up and tell folks if you would like to order some of those booklets you can get on to redmeanstop.org and i think barbara you said some key points there you're getting kids to actually get involved which is really important because us adults we have some behaviors that Let's face it, are set in stone, man. Some of us, we're just not going to, unfortunately. It's sad, but that's the, that's the fact. So, yeah, we, we have to get to those kids at an early age. And so redmeanstop.org, 
uh, Stoppy, the red light, uh, has been seen around, around the valley at many uh, different events. And so we are talking about some of the drastic, you just mentioned running a red light. What's the biggest thing with folks? Why are we running red lights, Barbara? What's the the psychology? What is happening there? The two major causes from the studies that I've done is aggressive flash speeding, you know, aggressive driving, and the second is distracted driving. And, of course, there's been a lot of talk about distracted driving. Uh, The increase in crashes seems to peak around 2012. It started spiraling uncontrollably. And what happened back then? Smartphones were in almost everybody's hand. Before that, if you had a flip phone, I don't know if you've ever texted on one of those, you, you really couldn't drive. And- no, that was not, that was putting the triangle in the circle hole. Yeah, I <laughs> remember those good. flip, yeah, that was, well, we need to bring them back maybe. <laughs> yeah. In that regard, yeah. So, I mean, but texting yes. texting and driving, not paying attention, distracted driving, speeding, mm-hmm. those are all factors to run a red light. Yes, unfortunately, those are the main two. Um, there's drunk driving, of course, and drugged and drowsy driving that sometimes is a factor, but not not the top two. I mean, the speeding, aggressive driving, and the distracted driving seems to be the top two, and that's we're targeting a lot with that right now. Yeah. It's and unfortunate. We got a law. We got a law passed last year. Yay! Tell us about the law. Well, they finally, we for 13 years, there's been bills that the legislature to pass a ban on texting and driving. And I guess over the years, many other states, I guess we were, there was like three states left that had not done anything, and Arizona was one of them. But this year we went way and above, and we passed a hands-free law, which is better than just a ban on texting because it's hard to enforce. I mean, if you have a phone in your hand, you could be doing something other than texting with that phone in your hand. But hands-free doesn't let you do anything, so that's good. Right. Well, hopefully that makes some inroads with uh, uh, that behavior, distracted driving while just being on that little tiny computer known as the smartphone. Um, statistics, statistics. Man, I always struggle with that you word. You do, and that's okay. Uh, Vermont has the fewest counts of careless driving. I'm going to throw some of these out. I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, Utah, the state with the fewest recorded instances of drunk driving. That's wonder what's going on in Utah. Well, the state of Utah don't they don't sell they don't sell alcohol there, do they? I think so. Our Mormon friends, yes. I think that may have something to do with a- that. Uh, the most common collisions causes of collisions are, as we said, driver distractions, unsafe speed, driving on the wrong side of the road. Miss Barbara Hoffman. Wrong side of the road driving seems to be an epidemic here in Arizona. It seems like three to five times a year, and then half of them are extremely tragic. People are killed. There's wrong side driving. Again, somebody not paying attention or probably drugged out or drunked out. Yeah, most of them have been intoxicated with something. And unfortunately, the opioid epidemic is strongly affecting that because a lot of people that are on opioids really shouldn't be driving at all. Yeah. Well, the docs say, the docs say, in fact, I will, I will just share my story, you know, with my ankle injury, I was issued 
Well, first off, I had to sign like eight pages for the opioids <laughs> thing, which, right. I mean, it sounds funny, but I did. It was like a... Like, no, it's very regulated. I was signing like military paperwork. Yeah. Uh, and they got really in-depth about my childhood. They got in-depth with uh, how, how I was raised. They really got into some crucial questions. The psychological. Psychological, because, well, we know now, right? as opioids maybe in the past, being prescribed like candy was just like candy. Now, it's it's... They're, they're covering their basis. Uh, I will say to speak to that, I thought we had one or two wrong way drivers that sadly were either from out of town, weren't familiar, or elderly. Uh, I think we I had a, a, yeah. a problem with elderly, mainly because the man that killed my son was in his 80s. Oh. And I, I know a lot of people in their 80s. I mean, uh, I do respect them and but if there's any chance that they feel uncomfortable driving, they need to give up their license. My mother gave up hers without any battle, which was wonderful. But so many people don't. It's like a major battle to get, get them to give it up. There needs to maybe be more opportunities for these seniors to, don't, they, they won't feel like they're trapped in their home. They're, you know, there's, it's expensive taking Ubers and taxis. Well, I'm hopeful. I mean, the city of Chandler, one of the things that was discussed by having Waymo come to town was giving those folks an opportunity uh, and and coming up with a respectable package cost to be able to get in a, you know, Waymo picks them up, boom, 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 takes them where they got to go. That's like, that's like the positive to autonomous. There are a lot of people that are not able to drive our elderly population or handicapped population. Um, Here's yeah, an blind interesting... People. <laughs> blind people can't drive. Blind, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. the whole slew of folks out there that, you know, so I, I see that as a positive uh, benefit to Autonomous uh, regarding uh, uh, Waymo in this case. Here's an interesting statistic. You did well on that one. Thank you. District of Columbia, D.C., on the East Coast, you know, they got some murder issues out there. They're, they're ranking pretty high on the murder rate. But they rank really well. They have the best track record for obeying traffic signals and seatbelts. Folks into the District of Columbia, they're snapping on their seatbelts. Isn't that interesting? Is it a pretty hefty fine? Is that, I mean, what's the, what's the I don't have the the answer. I didn't, I, these were Swedish laboratory statistics, <laughs> I, but I would imagine that maybe there is a uh, Barbara. Do you find you you deal with a lot of law enforcement and uh, mm-hmm. spend a lot of time at the uh, state capitol? Do you find that the the bigger the fine is? Are there studies that relate to the 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 large fines that get people to say, "Oh boy, I'm not going to do that again"? As far as road traffic safety, yeah, yeah they do find that if you get a thousand dollar fine for not having your seatbelt or whatever, compared to a $50 fine, it's going to make a difference to people. Their pocketbook is important to them. One of the other things is many states have a primary law, and Arizona does not for seatbelts, I'm pretty sure. Well, What is states, wrong with our state? We always rank on the bottom. We're last. We're, 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 why do we? It's frustrating. You know what? We're, we're number one. We're almost number one in, in DUIs, the Oh, Another really great list to be on. Jeez. No, no, no. We're really good at punishing them. That's okay. What I mean. Okay. So we're but we're we're distracting those drunkards from getting behind the wheel 
by right. we, we're jail charging and a lot of money. Yeah, jail yeah. Time. Well, we've so seen an uptick good. in the shop, Barbara. We've seen an uptick, uh, Susie, with the uh, interlock devices. Sure. Years ago, an interlock device, you're like, okay, there's something wrong with that person. But now it's everyday common person, doctor, lawyer, student, teacher, whatever. Um, so I can see those laws, which they should, drinking and driving kills, that those laws should be extremely harsh. Sorry, there's no excuse. You got Uber and Lyft now. You can go out and drink and have a good old time like we do all the time. Nothing wrong with that. Celebrate life. But you better call an Uber. Yeah, just be Lyft. responsible. Yeah, yeah. be or responsible. Waymo. Or a Waymo. Yeah, yeah. or, or uh, Susie's husband because that's, that's right. driving Miss Daisy right there. <laughs> uh, Massachusetts has the country's lowest number of fatalities on the road. That's interesting. That's excellent. Yeah. Bostonians, I don't know if it's in the primarily in the city of Boston, but mm-hmm. Ohio, the Buckeye State, scores high on the failure of obeying these traffic signals and putting their seatbelts on. So Ohio's the opposite of D.C. Right. And the state with the most issued traffic tickets, drum roll. New York. No. Oh. What's the Sin Arizona. City? Oh, What's Sin Las city? Vegas. Well, Nevada, the state. I'm Nevada sure a lot of state. that's out of Las Vegas. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe around Area 51. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so, Barbara, uh, last uh, words uh, as we kind of dial in this segment. What's coming up? Where can we send people? I just want to help people with your cause. We've got a lot of listeners on the replay, a lot of our live listeners and podcast listeners here uh, in Arizona. What can we do to help you behind the movement of Red Means Stop? Well, one of the major goals right now is to get the word out about the new uh, hands-free law. Now, they, they passed the law, and he signed it into law. I mean, the governor signed it, but they're not enforcing it until 2021. Oh, so our gosh. goal, the main what reason, I think, is because a lot of cities and counties already had an ordinance that was actually stronger than our new law, and they don't, they don't want to give up their ordinance. So we're giving them a little grace period. One of the things that's stronger about theirs is uh, this new state law is going to let you still text at a red light. And a lot of the ordinances said, no, you can't text while you're sitting at a red light either. You want to keep your mind on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Focused. Right. So so that's probably why they're giving it a grace period. Plus, it gives a chance for DPS to start handing out warnings. And what would we, the things we would need is somebody to let us know if they're interested in helping out with the Distracted Driving Summit coming up in January of 2020, they can always contact me at info at redmeansstop.org. And that email will get to me, and I can. It, the date will be January 22nd, 2020. And we're going to put together, you know, even though we have that new law, things are still not in good shape yet. We're still, we're like number one on pedestrian deaths. So there's a lot of things to talk about. Well, Arizona, boy, we need a, we need a lot of work. Hey, give us your uh, social media, Instagram. There are a lot of folks on Instagram. They will follow you right now. They want to support Red Means Stop. What is the Instagram handle, Barbara? Let me see. Um, you well, no let, memories of these things. No, that's okay. See, <laughs> not all of us are handling the social media. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Barb, what I'll do, um, and Susie will make sure of this, I'm going to get all of your information, and we'll post that up onto our Wrench Nation Facebook. You're doing a lot of things uh, that are positive. 
by way of the wonderful spirit that was your son lost to mm-hmm. a red light runner. And we've, we've, Susie and I have known you for years and we respect so much what you do. And uh, we'll have you back on the show before the big summit so we can, uh, maybe we'll get some uh, officials on. We can help, help out with that. Okay. Okay. Well, for Twitter, it's red means stop. TSA stands for Traffic Safety Alliance. And Instagram, it's red means stop. TSA again. Very good. So there you have it. You got those two? Please follow. Red means stop. Red means stop. T-S-A on Instagram. Let's support the movement. If if you're sitting back right now saying, I ain't my problem, I heard somebody speak at one of these summits, and they said, you just don't know. You just don't know till it happens to you. Think about it. Yeah, and that powerful. that moved me because, yeah, sometimes in life we're sitting back and say, man, I can understand their pain, but mm-hmm. I really don't. So, distracted driving. Those driving behaviors that drive you bonkers, you want to take some action, start with yourself, but also support the causes. Red means stop. Dot org is the website. Red means stop. T-S-A on Instagram. Please follow follow and support that program barbara hoffman thank you so much for joining wrench nation well, thank you and drive safely you can run on for a long time run on for a long time run on for a long time frank here with wrench nation we appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the wrench nation car talk show but did you guys know i'm not basket weaving I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. Hey, Gilbert friends, when we talk about car repair, car care, getting all of your stuff done on your car, excellence integrity workmanship those are large words well i gotta tell you a little place on cooper and warner in gilbert the car shop you've got to meet chris baldrin the car shop he is absolutely on top of his game he's a certified technician has a certified set of mechanics working for you day in and day out there at the car shop so if you're out in gilbert warner and cooper you've got to visit chris baldrin at the car shop friendly knowledgeable eager to take care of you with no funny business so reach out to the car shop 480-855-8000 480-855-8000 the car shop warner Welcome back, Ranch Nation. Always a pleasure to hang out with you guys. I want to remind you, uh, we've got a weekly newsletter that goes out. And uh, we actually, uh, we're going to start doing some videos. Uh, You can find our videos from the garage uh, through YouTube and social media. But we are going to pack that in with our newsletter. Some tips for those of you that are on the consumer side. And hey, if you're in the industry, we've got a lot of other mechanics and shop owners that listen to the podcast. We're going to... Never give you the holy grail, but, you know, sharing what we've had by way of mistakes, uh, some of the things that we had to iron out, and uh, sharing some of the tips regarding business. You can get on to 
Tv. I invite you, email, throw it down there, respectfully, gingerly, softly. I know a lot of you, your ears just went, oh my goodness, this man's asking for my email. <laughs> we promise you, we are not going to waste your time. I have better things to do than spam you. WrenchNation.tv, enter your email, and there are a ton of things for everyone. For those of you fixing the car and vehicle, and for those of you driving. Speaking of driving, Susie, uh, we have a Los Angeles area listener that just texted, I am from the Los Angeles area, Los Angeles area, and driving in the city makes me nervous. But I could tell you that Phoenix drivers are so, so, that's twice, much worse. Speeding, cutting people off, and refusing to give right of way it's terrifying here well, i have to agree man we're number 13 nationally right for the most for aggressive, aggressive and i you know during the break we kind of asked ourselves like why? Okay, why like we can put statistics out but i i couldn't find out why maybe the heat i don't mm-hmm. know maybe the design of our freeways maybe i think we all have theories behind it right we have theories mm-hmm. but i mean what do you do i mean if you're law enforcement or you're, you're designing laws like Some of you may think lawmakers are unfair to the populace, but that's not the case. I mean, as Barbara said, hey, if we see an uptick in a situation that's causing death and injury, yeah, we're going to find people. We're going to put people in jail. That's where they belong until they realize that, hey, I'm not going to do it. It's like your child. Right. No more cookie for you. (laughs) I mean, this is how it is. But why is it 13th is pretty high when you think about the many cities in this country? What, thousands? Yeah. Of cities. See, now my theory is I just, I think we have a, a, it's like the melting pot. We have so many different residents coming from so many different states with so many different behaviors. That's my theory. I agree. I think we do. But that's not good enough. I think, I think what we've got, and this was a part of the show that I wanted to address because I think this is one of the uh, biggest problems, and that is sort of zipping through and i'm looking for my notes here and i and i just lost my notes because there is a terminology for it there it is right there thank you how about this i know you driving right now i I did four times driving from phoenix into the east valley four times did i have a problem with this very situation behind the wheel of my car during traffic hours and that was how to merge onto a freeway do I merge gradually or do I merge quick? Ooh, this, this can be a major point of... Now, you can all say, well, road rage can come from... The guy cut me off and I'm pissed and that made me mad. But that is not... I mean, cutting people off, it happens. Uh, gal, uh, gal or guy, I wasn't sure of the name here from LA, said Phoenix, they cut people off. I get that. But merging onto freeways or coming off of freeways... Well, this is zipper merging, all right? The zipper merge is when a driver exhausts a lane all the way to the choke point and then falls in line one by one with the traffic in the lane, like the teeth of a zipper. Some people think that this is cutting in line. Now, state legislators, lawmakers, ADOT, all your Department of Transportation uh, departments all across the country look at this. In several states like Minnesota, Missouri, Kansas, Washington, and Colorado 
have launched multi-million dollar campaigns to promote zipper merging. However, it's not law. They want you, California maintains it's better to early merge. They want you to take care of that business early on and not late. Well, they want you, they want to have that freeway continuity. You don't but want that's to slow difficult. the down. That's difficult because how do you, like continuity may look differently to each one of us based upon, I may not be, I may take my time. Yeah, but are you merging to stop traffic? I mean, are you stopping traffic while merging or are you merging and keeping up with traffic? Well, they say the driver you cursed for cheating by passing you in the empty lane after you politely merged into that through lane a half a mile before the construction zone, they say was actually helping traffic flow more than you were. Hmm. So that is, uh, I, I know it sounds confusing. I'm a little confused. So I'm on doing it. it wrong? Well, no, I think you should go with flow, mm-hmm. but there is a thing, zipper merging. Now, what about when you've got somebody you're trying to get over, but the way that you're trying to get over, they're going so much slower. Is it still appropriate to slow down? You have no choice because you know, once you're, you're, you're kind of bottling, you're kind yeah. of bottlenecking into the single going on a freeway. You're, you're at the mercy, but don't cut. Don't cut. I mean, if you think you got two, two and a half lanes and now you speed up and cut the guy off in front of you, right. that's ridiculous. Right. No bueno. But. Zipper merging. Uh, the other thing, too, is rubbernecking people. Ooh, I've done that's it. That's a big one. I know. As a fascination, as yeah. human beings, we're always fire, smoke, cars rolled over. I remember driving the 405 San Diego. Now, I can say to my friend from Los Angeles, it seems like rubbernecking is even bigger out in L.A. Yeah. It, I don't know. Maybe that's this is back in the day when I was driving out there. It seemed like everybody wanted to just stop, and it's just human curiosity. Rubbernecking is not only dangerous, but can also contribute to a chain reaction. Oh, big time. I can see how that happens. And it happens. Yeah. You, and the next thing you know, there's four or five. I feel dumb. What's rubbernecking? Well, rubbernecking uh, came from that Elvis Presley song, Rubbernecking. I don't know if you can find that song. I've never, I don't know, some of you may have heard of the song, but that's where it came from. Uh, Presley details the practice of young men straining their necks to observe all the beautiful women in a bar. Oh, how cute. They were rubbernecking. Not rubbernecking. So we're just flipping our necks. And wow, look at that. I mean, it's a fascination. It is. Are we, I mean, am I? I mean, I can't. The traffic in front of me, there, everyone else is rubbernecking. That's peer pressure. I'm going <laughs> to rubberneck too. do it. <laughs> not high on the list. That's not high on the list. But and quite frankly, nothing we really can do. It's not like you can... Just keep going. Everyone else is rubbernecking. You can't mess around with that. But that's the pro- You got the song? Let's hear. Elvis Presley's rubbernecking for you, people. That's it. Oh, this is the song. You've heard I this like before. It. Is this it? I miss Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah, baby. And that's what we're talking about. So there you have it. Tell me you didn't learn something new on the show, people. <laughs> well, Bree learned rubbernecking. <laughs> I like that song. That's like oh, it's a, a great song. That's like a little club banger yeah, right it's there. it's on my playlist, Frank. I like, I like Elvis during the Vegas years. I do, too. He's like, he was on stage. Such a tragedy with him. But that's where it came from, Elvis Presley's song, Rubbernecking. Next time, now you can pass that 
somewhat useful useful information yeah uh not sure about the roundabout many of you live in neighborhoods that you've seen those neighborhoods uh brie you liked it that much you wanted to pop it back yeah she put it up uh not sure about the roundabouts a lot of you in your neighborhoods have these you've seen them in the last five to ten years all Mm -hmm. of a sudden instead of a stop sign there's a roundabout yeah accidents from roundabouts i always you know how there's like five miles an hour around there people again don't know uh should he go or should i I go go or he should studies have shown that roundabouts are safer than these traditional stop sign or signal controlled intersections roundabouts actually reduce injury by 75 percent. now i know it's only about a you know 25 35 mile hour neighborhood but they work and that's why you're seeing them pop up 75 percent reduction at intersections that's huge Huge, huge. So I wonder uh, how many drivers actually just kind of keep going round and round and round because they're there's they're they're not aggressive enough to make that turn. Well, if it's snow somewhere and some <laughs> ice on the road at three in the morning, I know some of our listeners have done some three uh, sixties. Well, there you have it. Some distracted uh, driving behaviors. You know, we can continue the conversation. You can always pick that up on Wrench Nation Facebook. I do want to hear from you. Get onto our Facebook or Instagram, Wrench Nation. Uh, we always admire your thoughts uh, and comments about some of the show topics. And I do thank uh, KFNX on the weekend, 1100, 90.7 Neon. And, of course, our big family here at 88.7 The Pulse. You guys rock. Boy, oh, boy, we got a. am going to tease you, maniacs. We got some exciting guests lined up. Susie, any parting words? Uh, no, Frankie, I'm just waiting for the, the future shows. What are you, what are you well, saying? What going, what's happening here? This Come radio, on now. This radio guy, he's not letting his show, his co-host in the I'm excited. Well, I'm going to surprise you, too. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. As we say every week, man, be safe. Hug each other and never forget to hug a mechanic. Light it up. Don't. You got to keep it in my temple. Your body 